Yo, today's QOD is whatever you expect with confidence becomes your own self-fulfilling prophecy. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Brian Tracy back on the show sharing another one of those laws of the universe. And the law that Brian's going to talk about today is the law of expectations. Because what we will find in life is that we will always get exactly what we expect. Real quick, if you are thinking about enrolling in Marie Forleo's B-School and you would like to earn a scholarship, hang around to the other side of this clip and I'm going to tell you all about the semi-annual quote of the day show B-School video scholarship contest. I'm going to pay your way to B-School. So hang on for that and I will see you on the other side. So the next meta law is the law of expectations. Now, this is a great law. There's libraries full of books. There are psychologists who worked for years on this. Dr. Robert Rosenthal of Harvard worked on this for years. And he found that your expectations, especially about your outcomes, become your own self-fulfilling prophecies. What does that mean? Is if you expect something to happen, it usually happens. It becomes your own prophecy. Because if you expect it to happen, you'll act consistent with it happening. You will uh, treat other people the way it's going to happen. W. Clement Stone tells the story of this young man, he was running a large insurance agency. This young man was sent to him by one of his business uh, associates, just came out of college, wanted to, it was starting off in life insurance, and he came to Clement Stone to ask him if he could get some referrals, some leads. And so Clement Stone said, yes, I'll give you some names of some top referrals. These are people who are all interested in buying life insurance or buying even more life insurance. I'll be right back. So he went into his office and he had a secretary type up a list of names, addresses, and phone numbers. So this salesman, young salesman, went out, and he called on these people, and he was positive and enthusiastic, and he made about four or five sales, and, and the others, you know, I had to think about it. Uh, uh, we're not in the, ready to make a decision right now. So we went back to Clement Stone. He said, those leads were fantastic. Thank you, thank you so much. Can I have some more? He said, sure. He said, uh, wonderful. He said, here, here, as a matter of fact, uh, I'll get you my lead book, and you can write down the names, addresses, and phone numbers yourself. And so he went and he got the telephone book for the Chicago phone book. He said, this is where I got the names in the first place. You can have as many as you like. Now, what happened was they generally believed that these were leads given to him by one of the top business people in the country. It was worth $800 million at the time. And so he said, W. Clement Stone told me to call on you. Oh, that's great. Anyway, his expectation was that these people would buy. There's another great story of this fellow who's running a company in New York, and the company's on the verge of bankruptcy, about to collapse, and he's really in despair. He doesn't know what to do. He's going to lose his home. He's going to lose everything. And he goes for a walk in Central Park, and he's standing on this bridge in Central Park, and this man uh, comes out of the night, comes up and stands next to him and says, uh, hi, how are you doing? He said, fine. He said, you look like you're deep in thought. He said, yes, well, I've got a business, and the business is in trouble. He said, no problem at all. He said, I'm John D. Rockefeller. I'll lend you some money. How much money do you need to turn your business around? He said, well, you know, probably two or three hundred thousand. I'll give you five hundred thousand dollars. Pulls out a checkbook. He writes a check right there and gives him a check for five hundred thousand dollars. John D. Rockefeller. He said, there you go. He said, meet me back here in this place 
a year from now and you can pay me back. Really? I mean, wow. I said, good luck. And he walked off into the night. Well, this is like an answer to a prayer. He couldn't believe it. He took this check back, went back to his office. He said, this, this is a true story, too. <laughs> Although I can't verify it. Anyway, uh, he takes this check back, and he sits there. He looks at this check, and he said, wait a minute. He said, my business isn't going down the drain. He said, I don't have to cash this check right yet. What I'll do is I'll put it in my safe. But if ever I need it, I've got this check. It's valid for a year. And he went back, and he turned around to his business. He was $500,000 in his, in his safe. And he went back in, and he made revisions and changes, and he upgraded his sales and marketing, and he went more, became more aggressive and introduced new products and services. And his business grew, and it turned around. And this business grew, and he became prosperous again. He never even had to cash the check. And one year passes. And he goes back to the park, and he's got the check. And he's standing on the bridge. It's about 7 o'clock in the evening, and he's waiting. And after he'd been there about 10 or 15 minutes, this man comes walking quickly out of the dark, comes up, and he said, there you are again. How did everything work out? And he said, well, I'm happy to say I was able to change my business. Here's the check back. I never had to cash it. He said, well, thank you very much. It's really great. And he said, I'm so happy to hear about your success. And then this nurse comes running out of the brook saying, saying, Mr. Hawkins, Mr. Hawkins, you come back here. And she comes running up and grabs him by the arm. And she said, I, I hope he's not been bothering you. He escapes from the asylum over and over again. And we always have to go out in Central Park and find him. Uh, now, you come back with me, Mr. Hawkins, and let him back to the asylum where he had ran away. My point was because he believed that this was a check from John D. Rockefeller. It transformed his life. Not that it was, but because he believed it. His expectations were that at any time he could cash this check. And it totally transformed his attitude toward his business and his business results. Now, the wonderful thing about our expectations is that you can manufacture your own. You can manufacture your own. You can expect great things to happen. So whatever you expect with confidence becomes your own self-fulfilling prophecy. If you absolutely expect, we'll talk later about this, but the greatest of all attitudes, the catalyst that causes your potential to unlock, almost like a chemical catalyst that causes an explosive effect, is confident expectations. An attitude of confident expectations transforms your attitude towards your world. If you confidently expect that people will buy and confidently expect that products will sell and confidently expect that if it, everything fails, you'll learn a valuable lesson that you'll use to be more successful next time, if you always expect something good, you'll never be disappointed. And it has a to total transforming effect on your attitude. All right, that was Brian Tracy. His website is briantracy.com. If you want to read a couple of really good books, I highly recommend Brian's books, Goals, as well as Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. Those are two titles that you cannot go wrong with. Again, I highly recommend them. All right, let's get into the details of this year's semi-annual QOD show, B-School Scholarship Video Contest. As you may know, enrollment for Marie Forleo's B-School course opens up today at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time. If you're interested in having Marie teach you how to create and grow your very own online business, I want you to head on over to go to bschool.com. Again, that is go to bschool.com to learn more about the course, the schedule, the curriculum, as well as the enrollment information. And since I'm all about you doing what you love to do and I know that the B-School tuition doesn't fit into everyone's budget. I am going to pay someone's way to B-School. It's one of the favorite things that I, I get to do all year. I love doing this. So we're going to do this scholarship video contest. Here are the steps. It's really easy. Step one, 
Create a video that is no longer than three minutes. And I want you to tell me who you are, what your business dream is, and why you want to go to B-School. Then I want you to take that video and I want you to upload it to YouTube. The next thing you're going to do, send your YouTube video link to me at Sean at SeanCroxon.com. No later than this Sunday, February the 24th at noon Pacific time. Again, this Sunday at noon Pacific time, they have to be in to me. Now, a couple things to keep in mind. Actually, there's like four things to keep in mind. Number one is this. You have to be in the video. So no like cartoon characters or voiceovers. I want to see you completely out of your comfort zone, talking to the camera, just you front and center. Number two, you have to be sure, this is so important, you have to be sure to set your video to public or unlisted. If it is set to private, and you'll see this when you're uploading the video, if it's set to private, I will not be able to view it, and that's a shame. Number three, any videos longer than three minutes will not qualify for the scholarship. I've seen some amazing videos that went like three minutes and 30 seconds that should have been the winners in the past, but they weren't the winners because I had to stick to the three-minute rule. So three minutes or less. And then last but not least, here's the big one. Marie Forleo has her own scholarship video contest. Mine is completely separate. So if you want to enter my contest, please don't send me the same video that you sent to her. Because it's kind of awkward when I open up your video and you're like, hey, Marie. And I'm like, I'm not Marie. I'm Sean. You could have made a video for me, but you didn't. And so you're not going to win if you do that. And so make it to me. Make it unique. Make it original. Make it awesome. Send it over again by Sunday, February 24th at noon Pacific time. That's going to be 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And I'm going to announce the winner on next Monday's episode of the Quote of the Day show. So you're going to send them again to me at Sean at SeanCroxon.com. Again, that's Sean at SeanCroxon.com. And last but not least, I want you to tune in tomorrow because I'm going to be sharing my package of B-School bonuses. So when you enroll through B-School through my link, which is go to bschool.com, you're going to receive a bunch of cool stuff from, from me. I'll fill you in on that tomorrow. I will see you then. You have an amazing day. Thanks for listening. I'm out. Peace. Peace.